Chapter Eleven of A Short History of Russia by Lucy Cazalet. This is a LibriVox recording. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Violet Blue of Albertville. Boris Gudnov, fifteen ninety eight to sixteen o five. The False Dmitri, sixteen o five to sixteen o six. After Feodor's death, his wife Irina took the veil in the convent of Novodevichy, and her brother Boris Gudnov went to stay there with her. The patriarch Job and the people were anxious to make Boris Tsar, but he refused. The Zemsky Zobor was then summoned and also elected him, but still Boris refused the honor, and it was only when the patriarch and people went to the convent and, on bended knees and with tears in their eyes, begged him to accept the throne that he consented. The first years of his reign were very happy. He was a wise and energetic ruler and had the good of his people at heart. Soon after, a terrible famine followed by pestilence swept over the country, and the people believed these misfortunes to be a judgment of heaven on a country whose tsar was a regicide, and began to murmur against Boris, who had become very suspicious, and had executed several boyars for treason. A rumor was started that the little prince Dmitri had not really been killed, but had been smuggled to Poland, and another boy had impersonated him at Uglich this story unlikely as it was gained many believers especially as at this time an impostor arose in poland and gave himself out to be ivan the terrible's son he was a young monk gregory otrepev who escaped from the tudov monastery in moscow and became a servant to the palace of a polish nobleman one day he pretended to be dying and when confessing to the priest told him that after his death he wished to be buried like a king's son and that there was a paper under his pillow which would prove his identity the priest told his master who took the paper which was a cleverly forged document proving otrepev to be prince dmitri the polish nobles were taken in by the fraud and the jesuits hoping through otrepev to be able to introduce catholicism into russia persuaded sigismund the third to recognize him and help him to win back his father's throne a powerful polish nobleman yuri Minishik, betrothed his daughter marina to the false dmitri and it was arranged that the marriage should take place in moscow and the bride receive novgorod and pskov as her marriage gift the polish nobility then rallied around otrepev and in sixteen o four he entered russia at the head of an army and many towns opened their gates to him boris gudanov had meanwhile sent an envoy to the king of poland denouncing otrepev as an impostor and demanding that he should be given up in moscow all who sympathized with him were thrown into prison and he was publicly excommunicated by the patriarch job as being a renegade monk when Otrepev crossed the frontier, Boris sent an army against him and completely defeated him at Sevsk, where he narrowly escaped capture. Unfortunately, a few days after this battle, Boris died quite suddenly, A.D. 1605. After his death, Moscow quietly took the oath to his son, Feodor Gudanov, and the young Tsar appointed Peter Bosmanov to command the troops sent against the pretender this proved an unfortunate choice for basmanov turned traitor and with all his army went over to the false dmitri the pretender at once sent an embassy to moscow and stirred up the people to kill young feodor gudnov and his sister this done he had himself proclaimed tsar and soon after entered moscow in triumph 
he even sent for the murdered dmitri's mother who had become a nun and through fear induced her to acknowledge him as her son the pretender did not reign long but in the few months he did he showed considerable ability and energy he was accessible to all and astonished the boyars by his cleverness in counsel and his resourcefulness in dealing with complicated affairs of state he offended the people however by his total disregard for their customs and prejudices and his marked preference for foreigners and the clergy were shocked by his marrying Minishik without making her take the russian faith besides this the poles who had come in the train of the impostor behaved most insolently to the muscovites and there were continually quarrels between them and the town folk the boyars who hated the pretender made the most of these circumstances and under the leadership of vasily shusky formed a plot to overthrow him at sunrise on may seventeenth sixteen o six the boyars ordered the tocsin to be sounded and when the people gathered in the great square told them the poles wanted to kill the tsar this was the signal for a general massacre of the poles and in the tumult that ensued shusky and the boyars went to the kremlin to kill dmitri his guard of streltsy a permanent militia enrolled by ivan the terrible protected him but when the tsaritsa maria dmitri's mother publicly announced that he was not really her son they too turned against him and he was killed his body was exposed to public derision by being shown on the red square with a pipe in his mouth and a mask on his chest and was then burnt and the ashes shot from a cannon End of chapter ten recording by violet blue of albertville